a lot of the teachings have most likely been not necessarily watered down but like probably lost a bit of their original meaning but lucifer originally just means light bearer and lucifer was one of the most beautiful angels and he's just a fallen angel and it's just knowledge lucifer is just knowledge really lucifer is just knowledge really five eight is how are we welcome back to another episode of the five eight take and this episode we have akashic daddy his belief system is syncretism. He's also read the Satanic Bible and a lot of spiritual teachings. He breaks this down whilst I break down some Stoic and Christianity beliefs. So there's points of this episode where we don't completely see eye to eye. However, it's a healthy discussion and a healthy debate, which is what we're all about. We also break down the Ghislaine Maxwell case, which we do see eye to eye, and some of the freedom protests that has happened here in Australia. I hope you guys enjoy the episode, but before we get there, I just want to give thanks to our sponsor. And now a word from our sponsor. Loanoptions.ai. Go to loanoptions.ai slash 58. If you need a loan for whatever it is, maybe you need a foot reconstruction, maybe your hands are bad. Maybe you need new teeth and you need a loan for it. Go to loanoptions.ai slash 58. You put in your details, you put in how much you want, and then you'll get all the lenders across Australia. You pick which one you want. And unlike other loan companies, they don't just palm you off to the next person. They'll guide you every step of the way to ensure that you get the best price. They have saved people a lot of money. So that's why we partner with them. They're good guys. They're a good company. And I definitely recommend loanoptions.ai. However, it, it don't, don't just go and get a loan to go on holidays. People are doing that these days. You know, they haven't been working during, you know, the last however long the situation has been. And then they want to get money to go traveling overseas. I say find your purpose invest in yourself they'll help you save money and then you can get to where you want to be loanoptions.ai slash five eight now at the end of the episode he reads my star sign so i hope you guys enjoy that and enjoy the episode cheers later Yeah, the turnout was sick. It was amazing. There was yeah. only like a few little issues that I that I saw. And I saw but, that video on your Telegram. What's that about? That lady and the kid with the yeah. getting that was weird. I I didn't really understand that. I think the I think it was like a pack of people that were outside of the larger group and then police sort of just like stormed on them. And that's what I was told this this morning. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was weird. But beyond that, I think there was one where the Aboriginal elder Uncle Max was work, walking at the start, and then the police officer came and assisted him because he was uh, he was feeling a bit 
bad and then they put him in a police car and then drove him back to the stage so he can do his speech. So that was cool. Yeah, I saw that. That was nice. But, um, you know, it that that's why I was confusing when I saw the, the footage with the lady because I was like, wait a minute, I thought that the police was on our side here. Mm. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, so weird. I think um, it was because last week, we'll, last week they had, um, I think they had political organisers. This week it was right. more like the traditional people that originally did it. So I yeah. I thought there might be a little hiccup somewhere, but it wasn't that bad. Like I yeah, I saw on the Instagram account today. I think it's a post from today saying that the um for this one that just put the, the one from yesterday that there was um they were offered 10k for like a specific speaker to be there and they refused obviously but i'm i didn't really look into it i wonder who it was or what the the story was there well, imagine if they got scomo up there that would be fucked <laughs> scomo <laughs> comes so weird like what would we like what would he say like, what would people do what would that's what would people do if scomo got up on that stage <laughs> What like if he got up if he got up there and he was Mm. like in his current campaign of uh, pro choice, Mm. if he got up there and he started saying all of that, what would have happened? It would be very confusing. Yeah, this whole thing is confusing, eh? Yeah, I reckon he could have swayed some votes for sure. Maybe I don't know. I have fucking no clue. It would have been it would have been unique. It would have been unique. Do you reckon people would have booed more if Dan Andrews got up there or Scomo got up there? <laughs> but this is a question for your sideshow with Ralph, okay? I am I do not know this shit. <laughs> this is for you two to debate on the oak time over there. <laughs> Oh, that yoke time. How did people went off at that little tier list, yeah, man? Really? Went off. No, for real. Yeah, I was like, why Why is everyone so upset? That's, f- oh, God. This, yeah, well, I don't know. It, well, you know what? It's sad that in on this side, well, on this side, on this side, like this, if you were to talk about like there's two sides and there's like, people that are fully into forcing every you know communists basically yeah and then the other side that they really want to call anti-vaxxers when in reality it's just anti-forced shit anti-mandatory shit we're not anti-vaxxers we don't give a fuck if you go like they're making it sound they literally making it sound like we don't want no vaccines they should be banished from earth and all. No, no no we don't give a shit you go and get whatever you want just don't force it on me right yeah but this whole two side things it's like just like the video that you guys did the other day was like, oh, it's so much division, division. But you know what? On our side, there's people that are just, just as fucking stupid that will go and like, Shane, oh, you want this, blah, 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 you know? We need to really find ways to unify, but like to actually unify. And that's why like, it's fucking hard. And like trying to like, trying to make them understand the other, the other side, make them understand that, you know, it's, we're trying to get you to come with us. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> we're not trying to tell you, like, told you so, you fucking stupid, you deserve to die. We're trying to make you realize that you join us because this is the, ah, I hate the idea of saying there's sides, but this is this is the right side. This is, you know, sovereignty, like doing the right thing. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing where you got one that says there's no other way but our way, but then you got the other that says... 
it's okay to have your way and have another way and also there's extremes on the other side as well saying there is no other way as well yeah it's yeah there's extremes on both sides which is what is like hard like we need to stop this this idea of extremes i agree i agree man and talking about extreme Mm. what's that uh gislaine maxwell case comes up tomorrow Oh, I am so pumped for this. I'm talking making nachos. This is like Super Bowl time for us. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like fucking hot dogs and everything. But just watch. It's not going to be fucking. They're not going to report on it. They said that there's. So you know how like, oh, well, it's a specific court where they don't allow cameras. But like, what a surprise. What a fucking coincidence. Just like there's a fucking coincidence that there's a brand new variant coming out just at the same time that they're announcing that her case is starting. But Apparently, what people need to know is that there's going to be a phone line that people can call and listen to the thing live. So we can't watch it, but we can hear it live. It's a bit fucking weird. And I don't Mm. know if you know, but about that Carl Rittenhouse stuff, there's a whole lot of shit that came out that's saying that the footage that came out, um, a lot of it was green screen where there's like feet missing here and there. Um, Yeah. So yeah what do you, you mean the Carl Rittenhouse shit yeah but wait, 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 wait what do you mean there's feet missing what do you mean green screen yeah. you yeah, mean the case itself I don't know about the case itself but the footage that came out from the court when it was all happening you know how they were reporting on it every fucking day for a full week like every day there was new footage of like the um, of what the, happened the court case there's footage where there's literally people walking in or just like here and there little details where if you like zoom in enough, you can see that there's like people walking on nothing. Like just the the perspective doesn't add up. And you know how like green screen works. Like, you know, how on TikTok, like sometimes like you'll do like a green screen thing and like half of your shoulder is missing or something. Cause it's like shit like that. In the case itself, in the courtroom. Yeah. If it comes up again, I'll send it to you. But why? It's It's on TikTok, all over TikTok. But what did I they think s- that Kyle Rittenhouse shit was a fucking distraction? If you're asking me, did you hear his interview with um, with Tucker? No, I need he's to watch all- that. What happened? He's talking all of this shit about Linwood, saying that Linwood could have got him out of jail before September, and he kept him in jail up to like now just to make to raise money and shit. It's really weird. So then you look at Linwood. What you know? Obviously, I'm looking at both sides. Like if somebody's yeah. talking shit about someone, I'm not going to just like blindly believe them because that's what the that's what the left does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Not not yeah. all the left. Sorry, lefties. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. So then I went and like sussed out what Linwood's talking about and. And he's he's like, no, here's all the emails. I didn't look after Carl Rittenhouse at all. So it's getting interesting. There's like, you know, there's shit going on between Linwood and General Flynn and Patrick Byrne now. So mm. it looks at, and Sydney Powell, which it's fucked. Like, because for, for me, all last year, there was that holy trinity of General Flynn, Sydney Powell, and Linwood. Mm. And then in the same week, uh, Sydney Powell's like on TV. I don't remember what interview it was, but she's wearing one of those. Um, fuck, I forget the name of it. One of those crosses, the like a Templar cross. What? Yeah, yeah. And it's not a small one, bro. It's like massive. I think I put a picture on my Instagram. You, you'll be able to find it. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sydney Powell, like a full on, and it's not just like oh, it looks like just like no. It's a fucking huge ass necklace with the crosses like big like that. Like you can't miss it. So yeah, and then is, General Flynn and Linwood are like turning on each other now, like since the Carl Rittenhouse stuff. Yeah, it's fucked. 
So what's but what does the Carl Rittenhouse case represent? Because for me, it was just actually a seventeen-year-old kid who was there with his gun, and like to me, the story stacks up. Like I watched it, like I was watching it live when it when it happened, when he fell over, when he like mm. pulled the trigger, when you know those dudes mm. got shot and killed. Uh, yeah. So it's just a distraction. What do you it's mean? It's just like, a we, distraction. We all, but we all know that he's um that he's completely not guilty, right? Yes. Like we we know that, right? Like every, for like a full year, the left believed that he killed black people when it, like there was no black like it's yes. it wasn't black people. It was people that was going to a BLM protest. Like so yes, hundred percent. And it so happens that one of them, uh, uh, Rosenbaum. I don't know how to say his name is like a full on pedo that he like raped five different children between nine and 11 years old. Like, hello. Like it's, do you know what I mean? Like, but, but the media make sure to like not say that Uh, most of the media just doesn't even call him Joseph Rosenbaum, but they just call him Jojo. Like, hello. It's like on purpose so that people can't even fucking look into it. So is this the distraction for distraction from the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell's one starts right now. Cause I thought I thought it was on a day. What do you mean? So I thought that when Rittenhouse's I, I like I heard the distraction discussion and then I, I thought it was her case was on that day. And then and then I was like, all right, so they they oh. had to do it on that day. So then her case starts on that day. But then I found out that her case is actually on the 29th. And yeah. that it's in New York, which the laws doesn't allow for cameras, and it's mm-hmm. it's never allowed for cameras, which is it, it sucks because it's a high high profile case. So that one. Yeah, it should that one. it should <laughs> not be in New York. It should be anywhere else. Um, it should be in Gitmo, and it should be televised worldwide on EBS. If you're asking me, it's a distraction. The Carl Rittenhouse thing is a distraction from all of that, but as in like it's supposed to get the masses to. Like to, you know how they're all playing divide and conquer over there, right? Yeah. It's supposed to just get people to be like all of the left to go like, well, that's fucking not right. This this white supremacy problem that we've got in America. It's supposed to create riots again, just like last year. Remember when they were burning cities and all that? Ah. I'm sure that that's what they were trying to do out of that. But it hasn't worked. That kind of destruction. Well, I don't think there's riots apart from that one. one. What's the the name of the guy with the SUV that ran into like everybody in the Christmas parade? Parade. No, there was there was a protest uh, that was on Golden Bridge, and yeah. they were protesting the decision oh, yeah, no, of right. the case. Yes, yes. yes. And then after yes. when that died down, and there was nothing else, suddenly the guy which was horrible, plowed through the Christmas thing of some old people just dancing. So and he I runs know, the over them all. The news just saying it's an SUV. <laughs> yeah. Like, the news is saying it's an SUV that went through. It's like, well, it's just like guns. It's the person that's driving it that did it. Hey. Yeah, we should but, ban you know. SUVs. They're killing Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. What are they going to do now? Ban cars completely? <laughs> 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 but it's getting so obvious but that, that's what I mean it's like it's getting more and more obvious people are clearly realizing and that's most likely why there's no protest about the whole Kyle thing because it's only a small amount of people that still believe that he killed black people yeah they can't really you know? stack up like any of the the out I think the the media sort of looks like they shot themselves in the foot with that one though 
Like it looks I, they like did a they long were time like, ago, yeah. They were like they did a long time ago with the fucking the with the election from last year, and now they're trying desperately to cover that up, but it's not happening. Because apparently, isn't it like thirty percent of Americans now believe the media is actually telling the truth? Like, it's something ridiculously low. It's it's it, it, it's. I'm not sure. It's something it, like that, thirty four percent or something, and yeah. So this Ghislaine Maxwell case, mm. yeah. You're across that stuff, right? You're completely across it. Ah, oh, this is one of those things that I find really spicy. It's like the best TV show on earth for me, that one. That's that's my season. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, Les Wexner, all of that. I'm like, hoo hoo hoo. So so what is um what's the latest with it? Has she given people in? It's hard to say, like, because she's been, like, they've been sort of not reporting on her shit for, like, ages. And, like, that case that's about to start tomorrow, that was supposed to be in July. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and I remember, yeah. Who fucking knows what happens? They pushed it back or some shit. Who knows why? But um, I'm assuming... Uh, I remember I know, she tried I... to get out of... Um, I remember she was trying to get out of jail and yeah. her alibi or whatever it was was just her brother saying that she's a good person. I'm like, it's a it's a brother, mate. Like, of course he's yeah. gonna say she's a good person. Like, and this <laughs> this morning, I don't know if you saw, but her brother was at it again, saying like, oh, I feel like the media is gonna like everybody's paying way too much attention to it. And um, I don't remember what he said, but if you if you look up going next one in the news, it will be like one of the first things that Every, it, it was from this morning. Everyone's paying too much attention to her. Uh, hello she had a fucking <laughs> private island where there was fucking kids being raped for the lols like hello that, it is me. horrible absolutely I horrible I and know. i found footage of that by the way i put it on my telegram there's this video somebody found a video of epstein literally burning a girl with you know when there's Whoa. like um what? yeah Dude. yeah you know there's like torch thing hey guys, how are you? this next bit has been removed due to it being quite graphic of the explanation, but if you want to see what he's talking about, go over to Akashic Daddy's Telegram, and it's out of respect for uh, the peasant who's talking about. Fuck, it's on my Telegram. It's fucked. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Where the <laughs> fuck do you even? I can't watch that. But where the? Oh yeah, no, fuck I couldn't watch it either. Do I you the first find this? Shit? I saw the face and I was like, oh, that's more than enough for me. Like you see, like a corner, you can see like his white hair and like his face like profile like side viewers i was just like okay more than enough for me oh man <sighs> i couldn't yeah yeah i couldn't it's even fucked. stomach that shit yeah like, is she it's fucked up i hope she just because i heard she is the ringleader is that correct like she what's Elaine? the history between like who is jeffrey epstein and who is Ghislaine Maxwell? And then which one was the mastermind? If you maybe you can break that down for us. Yeah, well, Jeffrey Epstein is just somebody that did fuck all, just like like Bill Gates, who for some reason has all of this money and that everybody thinks that he's um, got all this like degrees and shit, which he doesn't at all. Um, I don't know the full details about it, but it can be looked into, just like how Bill Gates didn't do one full fucking year of Harvard or Oxford, whichever university it is. Um, I just and I was- Ghislaine. I still, mm. my stomach is still fucking hurting from the last fucking thing that you said. Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> and I'm usually really empathic as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you sorry, just went over that. This, oh, is, I'm like, this is real shit. But you know what? This is real shit. And people need to know that this is what happened. Like, you know, this is the Nazis 2.0. And it is these people too. So, 
Yeah. Um, but just so you know, the video is not like you don't see skin tearing apart and shit like that. Well, that I know of because I turned it off really early too. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I can't yeah. even. You don't yeah. you don't see ch- you don't see skin changing color or anything. Well, from what I Bruh, stop, stop talking about anyways. it. Stop talking okay. about it. All right. Well, I was trying just, to make you feel better. About this this it. Epstein <laughs> guy, go on about him. Okay. Ugh. Epstein is fucking nobody. Um, well, nobody. He's like somebody that's born in one of those like bloodline families where they just have to like keep the fucking people in the family. So they just end up most likely MK ultraing them or just keeping them as um as like puzzle pieces, right? Mm. Um, just like the royals kind of. So like maybe they're not being MK Ultra, but they have to stay in the family and they have to hold certain positions, just like same as Bill Gates. Like, you know, his dad was the, the founder of um, uh, Planned Parenthood. The kid has to have like one of those positions where it's still like science and all of that, right? So Epstein, same shit. Ghislaine Maxwell, we all know her dad was, um, uh, what's the first name? I forget. Rich as fuck, motherfucker, uh, media mogul and um, money, like lots of money. But he was, the, the, the main thing is that he was like a triple spy or some shit for uh, Mossad uh and he's got CIA. he's got kids he's got five kids he's, no he's got kids everywhere bro yeah some of them work for the t- the twitter algorithm we talked about this i think yeah uh, I think in one of did. the last episodes yeah yeah like uh, they, they all have like very interesting positions so like one of them works for the twitter algorithm one of them works for fuck I should have like I should have like prepared all that shit because I haven't looked into I just haven't like refreshed all of my shit when it comes to her. Yeah, but yeah, I just, yeah. Like people, people just need to look into that. Look into the Maxwell family. Look into the brothers and sisters and where they work, and that should like you know put a couple of things together for these people that don't know about her. But she, so you know, she comes from lots of money, and she was always very good at um, uh, socializing. So you can find lots of the pictures from the 80s and the 90s where she's always at the best parties with everybody that you can think of, actors, uh, musicians, but also political figures. Mm. Um, And she's always uh, dressed really nicely or or what was considered nicely at the time because we all know that the 80s was kind of weird when it comes to that. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) you know, but the thing, yeah, the the thing with Maxwell is that apparently she is she would have been Jeffrey Epstein's handler. So the whole thing about Epstein and that whole idea of kids and having all of those uh, connections with high profile people is that it's a big black uh, blackmail operation where, say, you're the leader of one country and you want uh, to form like a secret alliance with another country that's supposed to be your enemy. Uh, the way to have dirt on these people. So you would pay them off saying like, hey, look, if I pay you this much, will you pass this bill and like make it look like it's for the good of the people, blah, blah. When in reality, mm. you know, it's to make money just for themselves, like the top of the, the top of the pyramid people. But in order to make sure that that would go that way and that the deal wouldn't be called off at the last minute, they would need to have dirt on each other. And the way to do that is they would just um, manage to have footage, video footage or photos, well, most likely video footage of each other doing stuff that is un, uh, unbelievable and that that you cannot forgive, unforgivable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time it it is, you know, super sexual stuff or whatever. You know how like 
a lot of people have their own kinks or whatever and sometimes it's like really fucked up well they'll just make sure that they have footage of that so that's that's why there's all these stories about all of the video surveillance in the in all of the um epstein houses and like all of the the apartment buildings that he has that's why it's known that there was so much video surveillance apparently there's 10,000 hours worth of footage um that the that the court has from those cases and wow. you know it has like everybody that you can think of so like if you look up like who has been in contact with them who stayed at the epstein ranch who went to the epstein island it's all of the usual suspects so you know gates the clintons um just it just so happens that it's the same people that they talk about in the QAnon shit so mm-hmm. you know if people don't want to believe it then they can just stay down <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like it's interesting how this is all unfolding, and yeah, QAnon, the QAnon said that this would happen. Is that right? Well, the whole thing about Q that a lot of people don't really want to hear is that it's literally just intel, insider intel that tells you, you know, trust the plan. Meaning, when you see crazy headlines. Just don't think that it's going to be the end of the world. This is all for optics. But a lot of people just take it as, oh, just don't worry, we've got it. Um, but um, yeah, like that's it's, what it's that's like, the majority of people think that trust the plan means sit back and do nothing and do nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's not the case. I mean, you can. It's not about doing nothing. It's about not being worried that the shit that you see on the news is a fucking movie. I mean, it's shit being played out. If you think about like um, um, a game of chess, you know how like towards the end, do you play chess? Yeah, I love chess. Okay. You know how like towards the end you can tell who's going to win, but there's still like a couple of moves to be done? Yeah. That's where we are right now. All right. So the right, and I'm not talking about the, the political side, I'm talking about the right side, right against wrong, mm-hmm. has already won, but we're just witnessing the last moves being played out. So the wrong side is desperate to just trying to make the right side do mistakes and shit in the last couple of um, um, steps, mm. but it's not going to happen. And that's why they're doing like, imagine like a bully getting, um, getting in trouble at school. The bully's not going to just like go into the principal's office and be like, oh, okay, they're going to like kick shit on the way. Right. Like stupid being a dickhead. This is what we're witnessing right now. It's weird times that we live in. So this QAnon situation, why do you mm. reckon people beyond it just saying, you know, sit back and do nothing, why do you think people reject it so much? Well, because a lot of people, I think, um, you know, it's like it's written really cryptically. It's very military as well. So like a lot of the things, there'll be like numbers um, in the post saying like, whatever sort of numbers and a lot of people will just like straight away think that it's a date because it's written like it looks like a date but then if you look into certain law books it kind of like if you look at certain numbers you're like oh that kind of would be ideal there's one post in particular that i'm thinking of where was the date of the election last year so like third of november where it said 11-3 and then something cryptic next to it. And so everybody was like, oh, that's going to be like the last day because it's going to be the election. So everybody, like everything's going to like finally, you know, settle. Um, obviously, next minute the election is stolen. But I think it's the book, what, uh, the rule of law? No, uh, the, or 
the rule of war or something, not the art of war, an mm. actual like manual of like some military something. And six, section 11-3 is about something called devolution, which is when the military steps into a government to take it down because there's been a coup. So that's happened. another coincidence maybe do you know what i mean like it just well you know like if, if, we're, there's there's more than enough evidence now that shows that the election in the us has been uh you know rigged um and so once that's proven which they only need three states to uh to say you know there's been uh, election fraud or interference or whatever they they only need three out of the 51 states to say that to cancel the the, um, the election completely. It's getting there. And then once that happens, the military has to take over. Did and they not lose in um, Nevada? No, not Nevada, not Atlanta. No, where? Arizona. Arizona. There we go. I uh, no. Something like that. It was the first one, right? But then nothing yeah. happened from that. They had, it, they had their court case and then they lost. Yeah. Okay, so if the chess analogy is correct and the good side has already won and the bad side is just looking for mistakes from the other side, how did the good side not predict the election situation? I think they did because the more you look at the stuff that Trump was saying before the election – it's like he's saying it word for word. He's not saying like, oh, I'm scared that they're going to cheat. He's literally saying they're going to cheat. They're going to steal the election. They're going to blah, blah, blah. They're going to blah, blah, blah. It's like it's almost eerie. Like, did you ever watch the um the two debates? The one with, um, with Joe Biden before the election? Yeah. The full debates are hectic. Yeah. Uh, and it's in those ones that he says it. Like, he's like... It's almost like a mind fuck to watch them back after everything's happened because it's like he literally doesn't go like if if this happens then they're gonna do this so we better be careful. He literally says they're gonna they're gonna cheat, but like it's almost like he's telling you like don't worry, <laughs> like again trust the plan, like don't worry they're gonna gonna steal the election, but don't worry we're gonna we're gonna then catch them because the thing is like imagine the amount of people over there that would be fully fully under the the illusion of the mockingbird media yeah and i would fully believe it these people like you you can't just like fix it for them and go like well just so you know hillary clinton was doing all of this shit blah blah blah. they need to see it like they need to like come to the to the thing by themselves they literally need to like awaken and just like snap out of it but by themselves, like you can't, you can't like, if you try to red peel people, sometimes you're like, I don't know if you've tried, but it's like, if you tell, if you tell people too much, it's kind of like light. Like it's like, uh, it, it's, it, imagine you're in the dark, right. And you've got, you, you've got a light and you're trying to like help people see, you're not going to put the light in their face. You're going to put it on the floor so that they can see when they're doing their steps. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit like that where like, it, it has to be little by little. You can't just put them, give them all the light straight away because it's going to blind them. And then they got to just go like, oh, you know what? No, whatever. Just like when you like tell religious people like, mm, you know. Why did Trump then say anything woke goes broke? <laughs> Doesn't it? Like why wouldn't he? <laughs> no, like but broke turns to shit. <laughs> yeah, like that's what he said. Wouldn't wouldn't 
But hold on, isn't everyone is nothing to do with the awakening? Hold on, wokeness and the awakening is like completely different. All right, right. explain. Yeah, explain the difference between the two because when people are telling other people to wake up and around the world they're trying to tell people to wake up, nothing to do with being woke. Okay, being woke is when you're like fully lit, where you're like. It sucks because it's two very similar words about yeah. like being awake. But it's a, being it sounds like, like another psyop, right? Uh, it's, it's very close woke. to being a, a psyop because the people who, uh, you know, they keep hearing, I need to wake up, I need to wake up, right? And they're not, mm. you know, they're not conscious enough to understand any different. Mm. And then they're yeah. about to be like, you know what? Yeah, all right. And then they support Trump. Uh, mm. Because they, they're not into conspiracies. They're not into some of the things Trump said. They're just into yeah. something either than Joe Biden, for example. Yeah. And then they go, actually, he just said anything work goes broke. I'm not listening to these guys. I'm just it, going to just sit here and not mm. do anything. So, the, you know, the terminology, the great awakening that it, and compared to being woke is completely different, right? The idea of the great awakening is more like in matrix when they're like unplugged and they finally realize, you know, what's going on. This is the idea of the great awakening being woke. You're right. Might be a psyop from the left because being woke is very lefty. It's very like pro abortions, which is completely fine. Right. Like, especially when it comes to the idea of like rape and all of that. Right. Um, it's very, you know, the trans agenda, like very progressive, but in like the, the most like hectic fucking way that you can think of. Right. Um, that's what being woke is like where every new, every week there's a new label coming out and it's like, well, today I've got to put awareness on this because these people are oppressed. This is what wokeness is. This is like full on, like where every fucking day there's a new issue that needs to be, uh, that we need to raise awareness on because all of these people are being oppressed and blah, blah, blah. You know, the Mm. whole like minority fucking like mindset and all of that. Yeah. We're in the age of internet. You can literally heal yourself. You can just fucking like look shit up online and just like realize shit by your own and just like learn psychology by yourself and just like sort of learn what your own issues are. Mm. But the people that don't want to do that inner work instead they want to be um they want to come across as like victims and that's like wokeness so they'll find like some sort of label saying like well actually this is my thing and so this is what i am and if you don't uh you know cater to my needs then you're a full-on oppressor you're racist and misogynist and all that shit this is woke people talking instead of just doing the inner work of just like sussing out what trauma they have and what led to them feeling like you know every time they get triggered what is it that triggered and like literally like observing what what in that situation triggered me how come I was triggered what is it that happened when I was young that just like created this like core belief in me that's that whatever it is should be like this and not like this and now now you Diogo just said this and it's just triggered me what is it in my core belief system that led to that. Um, and this is what astrology is like really important. I think that people need to look into their charts into birth charts because you can learn a lot about yourself from astrology. What if Biden's the good guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
reaction. That was amazing. I feel like that will do a great reel. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, like five seconds. What if Biden's a good guy? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was classic. That was gold. Oh, man. Maybe Biden is an actor. And he's playing out his part in this movie where he has to act like fully dumb. Like I'm, I'm starting to feel like Boris Johnson is that too. Cause like a lot of the shit that he says and does is like fully like, are you fucking kidding? Like um, to show how dumb and broken America is that they have a leader such as this. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a full on psyop. Um, Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, ScoMo, AOC, um, who else? Like, it's like the, the people that are like the most fucking like out of their mind when they speak. Well, to, to anybody that, that knows common sense, like, it's like, you know, like the thing is like, I'm gay. Like I'm not at all, uh, conservative or, you know, like, uh, I'm not like a racist. Like I'm, I don't look it, but my dad is black. Like I come from fucking New Caledonia where if anything, because I wasn't black enough, I couldn't get jobs. <laughs> That's mm. why I left. Like, I'm not racist. <laughs> mm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden was like an actor. Like, the more you look at him, the more it looks like a fucking, like, he looks completely different. Like, it's, you know, and then you look into, like, all of the shit that the CIA has declassified where basically they're admitting that they are the Nazis and that they said the Nazis in Project Paperclip. Uh what, why wouldn't you fucking believe, why wouldn't you come to the conclusion that they found out how to make clones? We know the cloning centers are in Canada. Well, they're probably like all over the place, but there's, there openly are cloning centers in Canada as you can find it on fucking online on Google and shit. Mm. So, it, you know, like it, why, why, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, did you look at Hillary Clinton lately? She did, like, just last week, she did, like, a couple of talks about Bitcoin where she's like, oh, it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, once again, the central banks are freaking out that we're going to go to a quantum financial system. And Hillary Clinton looks different in all the videos, but I'm talking Lady Gaga different. Like, I'm not talking she just has a different outfit on and a different lipstick. I'm talking, like, one video, she looks like she's 90 years old. Like, her hair is literally gray, black and white gray. And then there's other videos where it's more like that blonde, like, old lady blonde, like, golden blonde. Like it, I, I don't know what you think, but, like, Hillary Clinton, it's been, like, a good two years that she's looked completely short. Like, it looks like somebody's cut off a fucking foot of her height. <laughs> It's true. So, you know, she could she could also be a psyop. You know, you know who you should interview? Kathy O'Brien. Kathy O'Brien? Um, you... Yeah, she was a she was like an MK Ultra Survivor. And oh, she's, wow. she's yeah, she done books and shit and she's on like a bunch of um podcasts now. Well she talks about, you know, reclaiming sovereignty and like your like full uh uh consciousness and really like because because the idea of like the media like the media is like that's what it's doing to us mk ultra on a mass scale and she explains how it works and yeah uh, i'm just i'm i was just thinking about her because she in one of the books that that she wrote in the 80s like 40 years ago Mm. in one of the books she talks about the clintons and all of that it's a weird thing just happening in the world with this this these families that are coming more to light. Mm. And what do you think they believe in? Those families? 
Yes. The top of the pyramid? Yes. I think the top of the pyramid people um, believe that they are, well, the ones that are like really into occultism, into like magic and shit, I believe that they know way more than we do about quantum science. And even if they don't, the whole double slit experiment she tells you should tell you way more than you need to know where literally consciousness affects matter in other words we are basically all harry potter mag- magicians and they probably have access to shit that really helps like see into the future and stuff especially like think of the vatican and shit like the shit that they would have the cia and the vatican where they would have technology for shit that we don't even fucking know exists and stuff um, but these people would probably just like be very comfortable being like the richest people in, uh, you know, on the planet and having power to uh, manipulate consciousness, but not in a way to say like, okay, let's just make all, the entire world go homosexual from now on, or let's make like everybody believe in whatever, like religion from now on. It's more into, they just want to keep control of what's going on so that they stay the richest. Mm. And so that they stay, you know, at the top. And because it, because it, it's not really about money at this point. When you get like all, all of that, that, that whole money thing, it's, it's about power where they like to be in control. That's what, like that's the biggest state of consciousness um, issue where people, when, when you're in fear, um, in states of fear, which is the lowest vibrational. Um, state of consciousness that you can have, and I'm talking like scientifically when you plug all these probes onto your head and like it calculates you know your your brain waves and like theta and gamma brain waves and all that everything that comes to like jealousy anger fear and all that those are like the really low states of consciousness and then when you're like you know happy in love and all that that's higher everything that's at the bottom those low states of consciousness lead to the need of being in control so I'm scared that Diogo is going to come to my house and steal all of my shit. So therefore I need to be in control. I'm going to put a lock on my door. I need to do this. I'm I'm scared that this is going to happen. So therefore I need to like prepare myself to do this and all that. These people that are at the top of the pyramid, they are obsessed with control. They just want to make sure that they stay at the top. So they're going to, they're going to put whatever whatever laws if they can if they have access to lawyers if they have access to people that have the power to put laws in place they're going to bribe these people to make sure that this never happens so that i stay at the top of the pyramid so that i'm always in control i'm always the richest and i'm always you know all that so um do, what do they believe in yeah hmm? yeah, yeah yeah no you're about to yeah you're about to get into yeah. um as a go on go on sorry yeah so what do they believe in? Well, I'm assuming that these people have, because they have all of this money in the world, that they can bribe every fucking leader or spiritual leader or whatever in the world. I believe these people have access to the Vatican library because I believe like hard that the Vatican would have, I mean, like the fact that it's not accessible to people tells you that there's secrets in there. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise it would be accessible. Everything would be scanned and it would be online. And like, this is the shit that we've got in the Vatican. Mm. The fact that there is no um, information on that tells you that there's shit that is interesting that either cancels all the history that we know or secrets to like, I don't know, eternal life or like health shit or just shit that cancels the way the system currently is. So these people believe in that, whether it's, Uh, I don't know, some sort of like religious stuff, uh, whether it's a different type of science, whether the ETs are part of it, whether, 
you know, because we don't know. None of this is declassified, right? But a lot of people have put labels on certain practices, like saying like, oh, well, this is full on satanic. This is Luciferian and all that. You know, a lot of the shit that we see in our everyday life where they tell you something, but in reality, they're doing something else or they'll project saying like, well, this person's doing that. And then six months later, you realize, well, it wasn't Trump doing that. It was actually Hillary Clinton the entire time where they're doing the opposite, that whole mm. projection thing. This is what a lot of people um, call Luciferianism, where everything's upside down. Mm -hmm. They say that's Luciferian. I don't know why, because personally... Lucifer, if you look at the story of Lucifer, the way we know it in the Bible, but once again, keep in mind that the Bible has been translated so many fucking times in different languages. A lot of the teachings have most likely been not necessarily watered down, but like probably lost a bit of their original meaning. Mm -hmm. But Lucifer originally just means light bearer. And Lucifer was one of the most beautiful angels. And he was just a fallen angel. And it's just knowledge. Lucifer is just knowledge, really. Uh, mm -hmm. so it's, if, whether we want to call it Luciferianism or, or Satanism and all that, it's literally just knowledge as in like a problem happens in front of you. You've got two choices, make a choice. Well, uh, anybody that's got their fucking mind, like aligned properly, they're going to suss out both sides and make a decision of that. Right now, the media is like telling us, don't look at this side, but just go with this because this is just the way to go. You know, you need a vaccine or whatever it is, but can I just look at the data? Oh, no, the data is going to be um, declassified in 55 years. That should fucking tell you everything. So a lot of people call that Luciferianism, right? Now, Satanism, maybe, so so yeah, all that is Luciferian, maybe it's into that. Is Luciferianism an actual, like, thing? Like a sect? Like a, a, an occult? I don't know. An occult I don't know about sect? Luciferianism. I think it's just a label that they've been putting on, especially in America. Yeah. For the people that are aware that they're just like, you know, with Bill Gates saying something while the entire time in his background, there's like a book saying how to lie with statistics. Yeah. Where they have to disclose what they're going to do to you. And that's a way of doing it by putting like the fine print saying like, um, if you do this, 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 this but it's always like in a, in a smallest writing where, they, mm. where technically if you go with whatever he's telling you, you've actually been told because, you know, it was written like right here in like tiny, tiny this to me is what satanism is satanism is real okay you can look into alistair crowley anton lavey these are like top top satanist people or like satanist priests or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. um now the thing about satanism is that a lot of um especially in our community of freedom community and truthers and all that a lot of people just don't want anything to do with it don't want to look into it because it's the opposite of god and blah 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 which that to me already like is a bit of a red flag because for me especially with quantum science uh it, it's it's understanding now that god shouldn't be personified and to me the idea of God is um, non-local consciousness and it's just basically life force. So whatever makes like plant grows. Um, the idea that like something is like that literally a seed is conscious of around it, there's dirt and all of that. And there's all of these like nutrients and all that, that I can transmute into turning into a plant. That that consciousness, that thing that makes it realize around me, there's water and all of that. And I can transform. That's what god is but I, I i don't like using the word god because a lot of people like too many people just steal 
think if I say God, I'm a lunatic uh, Christian or religious person. Um, but you know, source maybe whatever you want to call it. Now, the thing with Satanism is it works the same as um, if you if you look into the law of one, which is a text that was channeled in the 80s um, by a bunch of like three scientists, basically. Um, it's a it's a very peaceful text. Well, it's a base, peaceful teaching because it's all channeled. Um, uh, when you read it, it's basically just a a dialogue between like the the person um, that's asking questions and the the instrument, which is the human that's under the hypnosis that has the uh, if you want to call it an ET using their body as the as this as the the instrument to speak. Mm-hmm. So like some people think that it's basically, you know, being possessed by an ET. It's not exactly that because it's more like you tune your brain um, to the same ideology, the same frequency as whatever being you're trying to channel. And then the, the word it's like automatic, write, automatic writing, except it's like speaking. But anyways, that teaching, the law of one, um, that again, a lot of people from our side are very scared of this idea of like, channeling uh, entities and all that they think that it's demons and stuff well the teaching itself says literally to not buy into states of uh, lower states of consciousness where you're angry and all of that and to just always be in like love always be in service to others um always you know be empathic like open your chakras like especially your your heart chakra is like the most important one once you open your heart chakra you can unlock the three ones that are at the top your throat third eye and crown chakra which is what allows you to connect to other entities or spirits or god or source or whatever you want to call it um that teaching literally tells you you need to be a nice person <laughs> so how is that different from what jesus says right but anyways that's just that's a it's a discussion because this is about like how people don't want to look into things um that teaching also tells you uh it, it, there's a very important part of it that is about um infringing of on on other people's free will so basically saying if if you want something specific like if you want something whatever it is and you you understand that you need to manipulate people into doing something for you if you infringe on free on their free will of doing something so say for example i want i don't know i want something and i know that specifically in order to get that thing i need you to cut your hair for example well if you don't want to cut your hair and i make you cut your hair even if you don't want to cut your hair then i'm infringing on your free will and that will add to my karmic debt all of a sudden i'm polarized negatively because i went out of my way to fuck up your free will of not cutting your hair and so that now makes me a negatively polarized being so the more you do good deeds the more it balances it out whatever shit you might have done when you were younger because a lot of the time when we're younger we do that stuff we don't really realize and we infringe on a lot of people's free will or we just by saying um mean things to others just by bullying people and all that that's basically that um so free will yeah so those people at the top of the pyramid they know that they know that if they infringe on other people's free will their karma is going to be fucked up meaning that when they die they're going to be reincarnated again to learn those lessons but what as every time you're reborn every time you're reincarnated 
you forget everything from your past lives. So you don't like it's like you have to restart all over again, like like growing up like a fucking baby, understanding what the difference between a nice person and a, and a and a bad person is, and all that. These people that are top of the pyramid most likely have put one and one together about samsara, all of all of those teachings, all of those ancient teachings that tell you to be a nice person because otherwise you're gonna have to restart your whole karmic journey again. Meaning, when you die, you're going to reincarnate because this is how karma works. Basically, from samsara, from the Indian teachings, from all those Oriental teachings, it tells you if you if you if you're polarized negatively, when you die, you're going to have to redo life again. You're going to reincarnate into some sort of life or whatever, and you're going to have to learn that shit. Um, so these people know not to make us infringe on our free will, and that's why they have to disclose certain shit when they tell us. Uh, you know, you need to go get a vaccine and all that. They don't just tell you, go get the vaccine and that's it. You got no choice. They also disclose at 3 a.m. on a website that nobody pays attention to. They also go, oh, yeah, by the way, the virus is just 99% recovery rate because they cannot not tell us. Otherwise, that would be infringing on our free will. So I personally believe that they're applying satanism because to go back to satanism, one of the first things that you learn in satanic in the satanic Bible, which I have here, it's a very small book, by the way, everybody sh should read it. it. There's nothing in it about killing other people or anything like that. The satanic Bible teaches you about free will in the same way that the law of one does, except the satanic Bible is all about what to do, like what it is that you want. So therefore you need to do that. Or you want something like this, therefore you need to learn how to manipulate people like this. It's the same as the law of one, except instead of being into service to others, it's about service to self, but it's the same rules. So they tell you, um, if you, if, so for example, there's one of the books is called the satanic witch, same thing, Anton LaVey, same guy. And he tells you in it, he says, um, if you're going to do a ritual or whatever, um, it's going to be way more impactful if you're clean. So no drugs, no alcohols, no sugar, no man-made shit. How funny is that? Like, it's literally the same fucking rules. And it's all based on either service to others or service to self, right? And um, interestingly enough, the idea of sin in the in the Bible, to sin, the word, the original Hebrew word for, for sinning, um, actually translates to missing the point. So when we're eating candy, like I'm doing right now, when we're going out clubbing like every night, every weekend or whatever, and doing all that dep deprivation shit, we're actually missing the point of what life is about. And that's mm. the thing, that's the funny thing is that all the people that are like oriented to good, to service to others, to helping others, if they are um, evolved enough to like learn about the law of one, if they're interested and they want to connect with higher, with, with if they want to get in touch with the ETs and they want to try to channel because that's like the easiest way to get in touch with ETs is just to channel. They know that they have to have a clean diet where they eat light and by light, I mean literally just um, um, frequencies of light. So crystals, what are crystals in our diet? Minerals, so mm. vitamins, right? These people just know to be full on raw vegan and then the same way in the satanic side where, where it's about service to self, they know the same fucking shit. It's the same, it's the, the same teaching. What credibility or what books did he write before writing the satanic Bible? I don't know. But what I know is that he's got, well, he's dead now, but he had friends in high places. So you think he would have went 
and gotten knowledge from these elites that have knowledge that we can't access and then he grabbed that and wrote it into the book? No, the other way around. I think, you know, did you ever have um, out of nowhere uh, a aha moment where fucking out of nowhere you've got this crazy idea that you never thought of and you're like, oh my God, this shit's going to work. You ever had any of those moments before? Yeah. You have like random crazy ideas? Okay. That maybe might sound crazy to some and maybe to some people it might completely resonate. That is source putting information in your mind. That is an entity telling you, that is an entity helping others by saying like, okay, this guy right here, he knows this and this and this. And it so happens that in order to do this thing, you need to know those three things and put them together. And it's going to be like, okay, I'm going to wire Diogo's brain real quick to like put those three things together. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to do those three things together and see what happens. And you're like going to invent something crazy and it's going to change the world. Mm-hmm. Some people think that this is an ET talking through you through your head like helping your brain put one and one together and like creating those things this is exactly what would have happened with him he would have like gotten in touch with ets uh maybe in his sleep or whatever and this is not you going out of your way to get in touch with them this is Wait, ets in the sa- satanic bible do they have demons no there's no, no mention of any demons or anything like that there's nothing about the devil there's nothing about it's human as fuck so what does it say yeah. when you have a thought? So what does it say? Like you mentioned ET, but what does the yeah. actual scripture say? They don't they don't talk about um channeling and all of that. They just talk the Satanic Bible just tells you what to do if you want to get something, if you want to become someone, if you want to um uh, get with somebody. Um it's very it's just it's it's a guide. It's very um it's like a cookbook. It doesn't tell you, no, but for real, no, for real. It's like a cookbook where it's like, it's going to tell you like, well, you're going to need two eggs, blah, blah, blah. But it's not telling you where the eggs came from or how the eggs were made. And it's the same with the law of one. It's like, it doesn't tell you how it works. It's up to you to understand knowing that just, just knowing that the law of one was channeled. Then, you know, you can look into like other people that channel and just sort of like see the things that are together. This is just my intuition going, but um, with with the Satanic Bible, I'm assuming this is just a guy that was into occult stuff, and so he was immersed in that, whatever it was. So maybe he had. I mean, I'm just talking from intuition. This is not mm-hmm. factual. I don't know, but I'm assuming maybe his parents were into it, or grandparents, or whatever. Maybe he had like a grandma that was like really into it, and that had like a bunch of shit about crystals or whatever. And I'm assuming, you know, when you're really immersed in shit like that, you just practice it every day, and then. Like I said, eventually you just put one and one together about certain things and you try things and then they sort of work. Um, the the Satanic Bible is literally like a cookbook about what to do in order, like it's basically a guide on how to manipulate people in order to get whatever it is that you want, whether it's you becoming a famous person or whether it's you uh, getting with a girl that you find sexy or what, like whatever it is. It's a, it's a guide into manipulation. It's, it's a guide... Okay. Yeah. So and does he is, he, is he, is he, so he, just, just off like that explanation, right? Mm. 
Would you say that the Satanic Bible is manipulation then? The Satanic Bible in, is manipulation. In what, what, what do you mean? In what way? So, for example, if it is a guide to manipulation, like it's, the, it's, it's a text that you go to to guide, to manipulate things to come, whatever you want, mm. right? Your, yeah, 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 whatever yeah. your desires are. Mm. Would it not mean that the source is the highest form of manipulation? If it is giving you how to manipulate, wouldn't it be the manipulation? That's going so deep. Um, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Like manipulation into like, well, it, it, I see it as a guide, but like, as in like, do you feel like, are you trying to say basically that it's, something manipulating you into believing it's manipulation is that what you're saying i don't know <laughs> what do you think what do you think of muhammad what do you think of jesus what do you think of um what do you think of i think Noah? They were teaching, what do you think of, i think i yeah. think they were teaching the same teachings as the law of one service to others love thy neighbor I think that's what they were teaching and it's just that it's got lost the translation of it got lost over the years where it then turned into religion and religion is very controlling where it's like oh well you better do this because otherwise you're going to go to hell do yeah. you want to go to hell because hell is like this and like this and like that and like this and all of this shit happens in hell like it sounds so scary mm. that's what i believe i think that jesus was um most likely, like, you know, if you think of the idea of, like, creation, source, or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and putting together, like, keeping in mind the way quantum physics work, quantum mechanics work, mm -hmm. um, Jesus was possibly, like, on a zodiac sign, like, on an astrological sign. He was probably uh, the incarnation of, like, the universe like if the universe had a star sign and was incarnated it would have been jesus like just the idea of um experiencing itself because that in the teachings of the law of one they tell you that there's going to be this mass ascension that the that basically the earth is going to shift from the third dimension into the sixth dimension and like higher but like so first it goes from the third to the fifth dimension and in order to shift from 3D to 5D, it goes through 4D where people are realizing, oh my God, there's this choice and there's this choice and they're both valid and you just got to make a decision and stand your ground in it. Um, it sounds like Jesus could have been the universe incarnate, like an incarnation of the universe and just showing people because imagine like, okay, if you, do you know about the predecession of procession of equinox? procession of equinoxes where every 25,000 years there's this new cycle and like the earth tilts on like a different uh angle and it so happens to like go with the ages of um the astrological eras no i don't know so what is that <gasps> so it okay. tilts like you know how the um the orbit of the earth is not like fully straight like there's a yes there's like a tilt right um so apparently that tilt changes every 25,000 something years 
And that so happens to also align with the different um, astrological eras. So um, at the time that Jesus was around, they were in, um, it was the era of Pisces and the, and we're the, the in Pisces. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. We're, it, yeah. Yeah. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah. I know uh, that. I know, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it yeah. went from Taurus to Pisces. Taurus is all about. We're currently in Aquarius right now, as I believe. Well, we're shifting into Aquarius. Yeah. Wasn't it March? Um, March, twenty. Technically, it started then, but like the 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 what do you call it? The um the collective consciousness hasn't like fully fully adopted Aquarius uh, Aquarius um, energy. Okay. Right. Like we're like not everybody's feeling Aquarian right now, because um, we just started, right? And all of that stuff is very like it's not like at midday on the dot everybody is like bam we're turning into Taurus we're turning into Aquarius not really like that especially yeah. over 25,000 years right it's very it's a gradual transition but we just started it yeah. so we're basically realizing we need to leave Pisces and enter Aquarius mm. but at the time of Jesus they were they were shifting from Taurus into uh no from Aries into Pisces now Aries is ruled by Mars uh planet Mars but if you think in Greek and um, uh, uh, Roman uh, mythology, it's uh, Mars is um, uh, the warrior, Hades. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Oh, I don't remember which one, but the warrior, it's the war um, guy. So if you think about that, that, that's around exactly around the time that the Romans and shit were doing all of that crazy, like all the wars and they were like going all over the place, going over like, pillaging pyramids and shit. Then came Jesus teaching the, the teachings of, um, love and love that neighborhood and all uh, that neighborhood that neighbor which is all about empathy it, it's the teaching of the heart chakra literally um seeing somebody even if you don't uh, if you don't agree with them still seeing their point of view and honoring that and be like look i don't agree with you but i still see you as a human being your life is valid as opposed to what they did to jesus mm -hmm. which is you're believing in something fucked we're gonna kill you okay so jesus was clearly well in my point of view if jesus existed we're talking to the skeptics just in case if jesus existed and from what uh we know of his teachings especially now so not reading the bible word for i think word, it's a like very accepting it, what it, it, would, is. it would be a very very minute percentage that wouldn't believe he existed even from i think even atheist scientists yeah, and everything have know. already yeah yeah on. you never know but it's uh, about the teachings because a lot of people just think that you're like when they hear the idea of bible or jesus and all that they think you're a full-on lunatic right that this guy fucking changed water into wine a uh, hello quantum science once again but anyways um so jesus would have been yeah like a full-on like the idea of the universe the universe knowing that it's a, that the planet is about to shift from 3d to 5d and the only way there is to open your heart chakra meaning that even people that are after service to self couldn't shift because they have to open their heart chakra they have to see um other people's point of view and they have to honor it so the whole idea of the universe is about experiencing itself in all ways possible so same thing with consciousness because it's the same thing meaning meaning basically meaning that um pedophilia is fine to be experienced 
does it mean that it's a good thing or not well the idea of the universe constantly uh experiencing itself is that when it realizes that something is actually fucked and it's a mistake they rearrange it and it's not about punishing it but about doing things differently so when it comes to pedophilia for example once they realize it's fucked they just go a different way so shit this is so hard terrible <laughs> i'm not saying that pedophilia is right yeah yeah I'm terrible not saying that pedophilia is right like okay just like fyi but i'm just saying that the you idea paused that on existed you said at some point yeah you paused on an um exclamation and that was oh, the, the, the one that came but out it's because <laughs> but yeah because I, understand- I want to make sure that people yeah i want to make sure that people understand that like even what is wrong is part of creation and needs to be honored in order for you the individual to shift into high uh, states of conscious of consciousness mm-hmm. but experiencing all of that also means that you gain knowledge so oh what is this that I, that's in front of me that I've never heard before? Oh, it's um, strawberries. Let me experience it. Oh my God, it's delicious. Okay, cool. I decide that from now on, I'm going to take strawberries with me because I like that. Okay, cool. You've consciousness that. What is this thing that's in front of me that I've never experienced? Oh my God, it's pedophilia. Let me ex- uh, experience it. Oh my God. No, I don't like this. Next. It, this is what the universe is doing, right? And this is the only ways to shift into the higher states of dimensions the other the higher dimensions is to experience all those things and to decide how you feel about it now everything that is about service to self will be forgotten and will be completely cancelled because in 5d everything is about service to others but then there's other things that go with it that we just don't know yet we don't know what it looks like we don't know what it sounds like we don't know what it feels like but this is where we're heading according to the law of one and the fact that the law of one has all those random rules imagine like a game like a board game where you've got these random rules where it's about you know like service to self service to others blah, blah. the fact that satanism has the same rules to me tells me that the law of one is telling the truth that we are shifting into this like five that fifth dimension and all of that woo woo shit um so that's why i believe in that that's what i believe that the top of the pyramid people believe in too whether they know the teachings or not I think that they believe that we're heading into some sort of mass some something happens to the planet whether it's on the physical level or whether it's just in the mind which it could be that new um uh change of um equinoxes because we've just like you said so we went from Taurus into Pisces Pisces is very religious it's just all about believe it Pisces is delusional it's the dumb bitch basically well I say I say the dumb bitch every time about Pisces but it's like Pisces just very um um delu- it's about it's delusion central where they just like think certain things without just, like they're very mystic and all of that but that's the idea of religion is very pisces where it's like you just believe something and you just go with it without so, like without sort of like looking into it without putting one and one together without wanting to look at other options or just believing it's very belief as opposed to knowing and we're going into aquarius which is rebellious it's about it's an air sign so it's about communication about spreading things about like it's everything for the people it's about knowing as opposed to believing so you know aquarius like if you've got friends that have aquarius star signs most of them most of them no shit are conspiracy theorists 
doesn't mean that they're all against the vaccines. I know I know Aquarians that have been vaccinated and all that that have no idea that the that the media would ever lie to them and all that. But they're all very much into looking into esoteric stuff, occult things. Like, did you hear this? Did you know about this? I know about this secret thing. Blah blah blah. Indigo child. This blah blah, blah all of that shit. Um, and this is where we've entered that in I think 21st of December last year. Um, but it's like still like very early because if you think like it's been just like it's almost been one year into it but it's out of 25,000 plus it's fuck all like we're at the jesus stage of it where like everything like you know it we get attacked for saying shit because most people are not ready for it that's where we are <laughs> um um Spiritual talk. So the the alignment between um, would you would you say this is uh, spirituality to an extent? Yeah, hundred percent. That is spirituality. And that's also the teachings in. So everything seems to be quite, quite knowledge, right? And quite yeah. understanding and quite looking. As much as it said to, to look in, it, it seems like it's a lot of looking out. It doesn't really seem yeah. like it's so much. It seems like it look in, but, but continuously look out. And look, learn things. Because like, okay, so you know how... Um, Do you know about York the Tower of Babel? Yeah, I fucking love that shit. <laughs> I, I love the concept of the Tower of Babel. <laughs> whereas like cool. all these people wanted to reach um, to reach the sky to see if they could um, get in touch with the, with the gods. And so they were like, you know what, we're going to make this big ass tower. And apparently... Because this, this is one of those things that's in many different teachings to many different texts and religious texts. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, when they got close enough, one of the gods were like, no, 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 none of that shit destroyed the whole thing, separated them all, created different languages and shit so that they could not understand each other. Yeah. Um, it's very much, you know, it's a very... And then God it was... It could be an analogy for what's going on right now where, where the top of the pyramid is trying to divide and conquer us, where we're all trying to reach them and be like, no, you guys are going down and they're trying to divide and conquer us. So like, just how they, like how they created different languages in the history of the Tower of Babel, mm -hmm. it looks like that's what they're doing now. To the people. What were you gonna say about the Tower of Bubble, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you covered it. You covered it. <laughs> I just got into it. I just got into it. I love it. I, I... Yeah, so you can take that story, um, you know, however, however. People, some people take it quite literally and they, they do believe that was a time period and, you know, um, you did live to 900. Something interesting about uh, that... I wouldn't be surprised. The Bible is... We lived to 900 before. years? I wouldn't be surprised if we're supposed to, 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 to live that long. There's an interesting bit in, in the origin, the First Testament that it, God says, uh -huh, um, after that all occurred... And uh, he regretted um, cr his creation 
because the angels yeah. came down and so on and so forth and what happened. And then he took like to Moses and then the flood occurred. And then after Moses, he said, I'll never do that again. So the, everyone that says that is the flood's going to come again, it's it's not going to come again. Mm-hmm. Um, if Now, the concept of that story mm. is to show that continuous looking won't get anywhere and then to go inside and because the because god is within you Mm. and then you find other teachings that also um state that it also states that you always just got to look in yourself there's there's no point Mm. of controlling what other people think there's no point of doing this and doing that um wisdom justice courage moderation um do what you can control and be content in it's like you the stoic teachings the what the stoic teachings the stoic teachings yeah so it's 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 be content but also the stoic teachings is also very similar to the the breakdown of not only that story of the Babel story, but also um, a story of, um, to an extent, the story of Jesus, where the kingdom of heaven is within you. Whatever whatever these words mean to you, mm-hmm. it's it's obviously been developed in time yeah. and everyone intakes these, these, these English languages a certain way. Mm. But in terms of the the meaning, it, the like what it's trying to say, it's mm. essentially saying there's not really any point to continuously look into infinity. If you look in self and be the best individual that you can, mm. and Jesus says, if you if you pray and um, ask, you shall receive, which essentially. Mm to an extent of spirituality can say it's manifestation you're you if you 100%. if you you know 100% meditate and you, believe and then receive what you get so when and, and praying is meditating by the way that a lot of people don't fucking realize so uh, it's literally that so when and yeah so yeah, when no. there's um so when there's these teachings and people overlook them dramatically and then there's people that are now, you know, very, very spiritual. There's people that, that take, you know, take acid just to take it, just to see, take DMT like it's recreational mm-hmm. drug to continuously yeah, yeah, find yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they never really find themselves because no, you, you just got a quick trip and it's funny. You don't, it's yeah, you don't really, mm-hmm. you don't really find a lot apart mm-hmm. from you see, you know, something and you're continuously trying to find yourself in there but you're not going to find yourself in there because it's infinite and it's finite at the same time so then when all of these teachings come to play and you fully understand that it's to be content with the not knowing yeah and if everyone is to practice that would be in a better situation yeah where 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 does that 
I don't know if you've explored that, but then where does that leave astrology, spirituality, and the book of Satan? Which... It's about looking into yourself. It's about what you just said. So looking into yourself to look into, to find inner bliss, right? In a way, or finding um, heaven inside you. Looking inside is, Wait, that's but... what astrology says, what? Did you get what I said before, but so when I when I said um, <laughs> yeah, this is an intent like it's a it's a very like high level conversation that we're trying to have in a like you know short period of time, and mm. trying to decipher these these meanings and it's it's quite hard. Yeah. The book of so, Satan, first of all, remind the, the book of Satan. The, the Satanic Bible is a very short book. It's not big like the Bible that we know. It's literally like this thick. It's like, I think it's like 200 pages or something. And like I said, it's just a guide. Like it's a, it's like a cookbook of Satanic um, ideologies. But, do, but do, it's all like, do you get it's what very I'm, peaceful. Do you get what I'm, <laughs> do you get what I'm trying it's to not, say? Like, I'm, do you get but what I'm, I'm trying to say? So, so when I'm you, not sure, but I'm just trying to make sure that you understand that it's not as big no. and it's not as full as the Bible as we know it. It's like it's a very short book. It's like it's a fuck all book. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a bit that is from the book that says, look inside you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a lot on the book about trying to manipulate your situation to get what your desires are yeah, and then yeah. it's a mixture of that with essentially other astrology books that sort of teach similar teachings that there's one bit that says look inside but then a lot of it is manipulate a universe and yeah going into different stages of a universe however that while following universal laws yes but these like a, yeah so Sorry. but but these don't um it's infinite do you get what i mean what is what is it that is, that's infinite like the 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 universe itself dimension yeah. fabrics yeah it's it's yeah. all like you in under those teachings you can't find a point no that it's so yeah I, I think i see where you're going where there's no answer to solutions for life for peace on earth for example or um the secret you know the secret like no there's unlocking of like if you do this it's it's forever secret is what i'm saying yeah so it's forever yeah. trying to find a answer mm -hmm. that isn't really there because the answer the answer to like to my understanding what of what i'm understanding from my own learnings and I'm, I'm still developing as a human. I definitely don't have the, the answers to anything. <laughs> my, my, my understanding is that to, to the answer is contentment. That's essentially what yeah. it is. And yeah. contentment, when you 
fully reach the stage of contentment, that's enlightenment. And then yeah. I'm trying to work out a, a theory uh, right now as I'm doing my own writings and own like philosophical journeys as well um, yeah. into finding uh, stages of meaning, stages of uh, purpose and a few linkage in between, which I've found three, which I'm still developing, which will come out later on. But so that's my understanding, understanding that contentment. Yeah. But these teachings don't teach you that. These teachings... Like what I've seen of no, them. They don't teach you that. They don't teach you that. They don't. Um, or maybe they did originally and it got translated sideways and lost in translation. Mm. But they they don't teach you that not straight to the point. It's because it's the same for me. Like the idea of um, per, like you, you were just talking about purpose. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's the same with me uh, where... Um, some people call it starseed activation where you, you, you've you got this like awakening thing at some point in your life around your uh, age 27 to 30 um, in astrology we call that the Saturn return um, it doesn't mean that you get awakened but it, the Saturn return can cause awakening anyways um, it, and then and so you realize certain things you realize that a chunk if not all of your universe is actually fully fully not at all what you expected or you've been deceived or whatever and then you realize oh my god i need to like relearn everything and um eventually so you you know you'll start learning searching things researching things looking into things learning new things and then eventually you get to that point where you're like okay so what is it that I'm that I want to do? What is it that I'm supposed to do? But you feel like you need to do something. Like you feel like you actively need to um, bring something to the table. This is what some people call sarsid activation, and astrology can help with that because looking at your birth chart, you can understand in order to shift yourself from the third dimension into the fifth dimension, which the fifth dimension is that it's uh, uh, heaven as we know it, but heaven inside you. Okay, not heaven, the place that they talk about in the Bible, which is in the sky or whatever it is, because I don't know. But so, um, yeah, not to cut you off, but yeah, just yeah, adding, adding a point. Mm -hmm. So instead of teachings that try and push to get you to there, right mm. there's the teachings that you you don't need to go, like it's it's like the the woke and awoken sort of um discussion because they're both trying yeah. to say look inside you right which is which is yeah. the right thing to do now 100%. one is saying look inside you and look further in like mm. look inside you and look further out mm. whilst others are saying look inside you it's already there and then once yeah. you once you can break the barriers of actually looking inside you like no bullshit mm. look inside you not just like yeah. yeah just look inside you and then and then and then like do this no like if you can actually which is incredibly hard to do it's not like a, a lot like a fucking easy thing to achieve to actually look mm. inside yourself it's incredibly fucking hard and yeah. the differences in teachings is what i what i see and it's and it's it's not just um 
there's multiple like there's a multitude of other like philosophies that touch on different basis of similar things as well but i see them as like a a one sort of doing sort of this and one just saying like just just being like that and the difference the difference that uh, i guess i'm trying to understand especially from um the especially from the non-content side is it seems to me that it's forever saying that you're gonna get somewhere but you don't really get there and then whilst the content side is saying it's you already have it just yeah. get in there and then look inside you which is fucking mm. almost very incredibly hard whilst the other side is saying it's easy like you just go inside and then go look further you just got to do these little secrets that you got to do this and this and that and then i also understand there's brainwashing across like a multitude of sides and and then there's bad on on either side but there's also mm. good people trying to actually like understand things as well so yeah that's the that's the way that I'm I'm like when you okay what's the end goal of getting to the the 5 day how do you do that and what do these teachings actually teach to look inside how do they teach you to look inside beyond just if it if it just says meditation like what yeah. What's they actually don't, saying? They don't, there's no guide that tells you, okay, this is how you teach, this is how you um, look inside. There's no guide to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, the the law of one is also not a teachings. It's literally just a, a, the the texts. Uh, well, the, it's a channeled thing where it's literally just people asking this entity. Um, you know, what is it that you want to help us with? And the guys like, I'm, I, I want to help you guys become happier or leave, uh, lead, sorry, a simple life, like a, a life that that's like happy, uh, where, you, where you're not worried about things. Um, the, the, the idea of the goal to end at 5D, we still don't know what 5D is anyways. See, well, that's what I'm talking about. It's supposed to be about. heaven it's, inside, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's just, it's just this one thing that they talk about, that they mention in the law of one, that they just go like, just so you know, earth is shifting to that and when they say earth they mean also us humans because we are the same as earth right um we're part of it right they just say just so you know which you you will shift into into this where you're going to end into 5d but then shit keeps going after that like it's just one of the events that it tells you will happen just in the same way that they go um in the bible where they go there's going to be a flood it's like it's not the end but you just know there's going to be a flood Mm -hmm. um, it's just one of those things. So it's not like the law of one isn't teaching you things in order to get to 5D and that's it. You've you've finished and you've you've won. It's not that. It's it's um it's 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 a fucking <laughs> it's a fucking ET that's been channeled through a random bitch that's lying on the table and the ET is telling you um how to be happy in your life. 
and it just so happens that it tells you because it's it's a it's a the the the, the person that she's channeling um it's it's not one person it's a it's a full-on group of people actually but um it, they're, they're saying um the the way to lead a, a happier life also so happens to be the same thing that's going to happen on a collective level to the entire planet where eventually everybody will learn um how to lead that life but then if like more shit happens after that obviously um that's just the one thing that they talk about and it is about looking inside doing a lot of inner work so that eventually you don't um uh you don't uh is it a lot of inner child work and a lot of they don't say that in it but this is what nowadays we would call inner child work Mm because this is from the 80s they didn't have this terminology at the time yeah they didn't, where, they didn't where, say fucking where, in shadow work and all that but that's what it is that's basically what if you if you read it now and it's very complicated because it's words that are that don't make sense like they say for example instead of saying a person like so say this person says it all that, they say mind body spirit complex so they go like if a mind body spirit complex blah, blah 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 and it's like the first time you read it you're like what the fuck is this like it sounds scientific as fuck like it's like crazy terminology the more you read it the more you understand that every time they say mind blood mind body spirit complex it means just a person an individual it's it's a it's a bit hectic how it's written have you read it's the- almost like old english but not <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like the the yeah I, i've I've read a lot of um, Aristotle. That is so hard to read, like physics, metaphysics, and and that. Yeah. That's that's some yeah. old school language stuff, man. That's, I know. That's hard and you and I read. are not even like English speakers. No, nah. like, English is our first like a <laughs> second language. Like imagine, yeah. you know what I mean? Like no, we're, yeah. Where where so where's the inspiration drawn from? That is it drawn from uh, the Sunnif? Is it drawn from the Kabbalah? Is it drawn from the Book of Enoch? What's the, the inspiration? In yeah. I don't I don't think there's an inspiration it's like they just decided that they were going to try to channel entities and see what those entities had to say and I don't it, believe that for one second dude bro, just there must read be it. there must be there must be like authors or books that have come before them that they like these yeah like these, Edgar Casey and all of that yeah for sure all of those like um I'm, I'm like Neville Neville Goddard um would would definitely uh, Neville Goddard he would be definitely one that that talks about that exact um, concept. Uh, it, it sounds is it like the spirituality have a lot to do with mysticism? Or these I different fields. I think it's all linked. I personally think it's all linked because it all has to do with consciousness. Yeah. Right. Whether it's uh, the, your state of you being alert. Mm-hmm. or whether it's about like the idea of like well i'm conscious about this so because i know this works like this therefore i understand that this works like this based on the fact that i know this like that type of consciousness mm. it's all about perception of things um different universes like as in like in my universe in my reality things are like this in yours you know how you and hypocrisy were talking about um sacred geometry yes that's that's sort of what it represents right like the all the circles within each other and all that imagine that every single one of those is a different universe but not a universe where there's like okay um five of my friends are from this universe no it's like every single person has a different one so like everybody has a different perception of things right 
I guess Kabbalah then, therefore. It's interesting because a lot of this stuff also derives from the Bible. Like Enoch, when you look at Enoch and you look at him 100%. becoming Metatron and you look at the Metatron symbol, the Metatron symbol fits all the chakras in it. It's actually the, the exact mm-hmm. geometric symbol of the universe. So it's interesting. I firmly believe that um, they're all linked and that's why I look at syncretism because mm. it puts all of this shit together. So break me down syn- syncretism. Just, I know we've gone way over time, but break me I'm down. Way, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, syncretism, it's uh, syncretism. I believe I'm assuming I'm not a pro at this, but it's what I it's what I personally like because it it looks at all of the things instead of just going with just the one. And you know how like I don't know if you've experienced this, but with, with my um, religious family, it was very much like it's just this religion and not the other ones because the other ones are wrong and they're going to go to hell and blah, blah. So they never even paid attention to the others, never even try to look into it. With syncretism, it's the opposite where it's like, well, I believe if this works like this. Now, let me see everybody else that speaks about this one thing and let me see what their beliefs are. And then putting all of the things together and what makes the more sense, what like putting everything together about whether it's reincarnation, death, whether it's about happiness, whatever it is, putting everything together and everything, imagine putting everything into an Excel spreadsheet and then every time there's a word that's reoccurring, it highlights it and then they just see which ones talk about the same thing. That's what syncretism is basically. Taking little bits from every teaching and applying it. So like if you learn about this from Buddhism and you apply it to Christianity, would it add up? Basically that. It sounds incredibly hard. Has someone already like yeah. done it? Like has someone yeah, well I think there's a there's lots of um there's lots of people doing it on YouTube. Santos Bonacci does it. Yes, he's amazing. Um he's amazing. And um I think, you know, if you look at, um, what is it? Um, is it ancient aliens or ancient civilizations on Gaia? I think it's ancient on civilization. Yeah. Yeah. All of those shows, right. It's with the same people. That's kind of what they're doing when they're looking at all the statues, whether it's in India, whether it's in the, the Mayan temples, um, Gobekli Tepe, all of that stuff. And they just go like, look at the details. There's always a cunt holding a bag. What's in the bag? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's basically the same as that, except it's over the teachings instead of looking at the, the monuments. And then drawing conclusions that like, well, if they're all talking about this, then therefore that, that, that. You know how they're talking about enlightenment and like reaching enlightenment and like, um, is it... Um, is it in Taoism? I don't remember which one, one of those oriental ones where they talk about the rainbow body. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same. Like, you know, like you, you go through all of this shit and then end up with the rainbow body or whatever it is. It, which was a symbol. Kind of like ancient it was a symbol um, of God in ancient, ancient times. So it's yeah, almost, it's I almost, guess. it's almost another teaching of. Um, Ascension. See, see, that's that's exactly the discussion. Is like you're going to rent end up with the which rainbow body used to represent God. Um, mm. You're gonna re, you're gonna end up with the rainbow body, yet um, it's inside you. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. It's weird. Is it, when did syncretism start? Like when is this? I don't I, know. Yeah, I haven't really no come across it. Like. 
I have no idea, but I think it's because they um, it's not mainstream enough. But I feel like surely, surely since the beginning, at, at the at, at the very moment where one one people found out that's that another type of uh, uh, people from another country or another city believed in something else surely at the same time they were like oh well let me suss it out maybe it's the same teaching surely so it would have started fucking centuries ago yeah so it, it just, just didn't have a label you so know? essentially it just means um looking at all philosophy and all religions and coming to your own Be conclusion to like, yeah 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 right, um right. i think so i think so but i feel like um y- what you say with your own conclusions mm-hmm. your own conclusions i feel like because there's so much there's so much linked uh so much um in common whether it's called but it's called different it's called differently so it's like you have to like really look into it not just read the text and like really look into like well this person called ascension this and like it to describe like this 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 like look at all the texts that talk about ascension look at all the texts that talk about rainbow body look at all the texts that talk about enlightenment like all of that not just one right so like you really have to like fully understand all those things mm. um but but I think I think right now with the age of internet where we've got access to all of this information just by googling shit and it comes up and you're like oh what's this word syncretism that I've never seen before I think it's easier now to to look into those things to learn about those things to put labels on those things you have to understand so like us human beings we want to put labels on things we when yeah. we see something new a new idea that we've never been exposed to before we want to be able to define it we want to be able to like to 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 go to a friend and be like have you heard about this Mm. but it's so much easier if you can put a word to it if you can associate it to a word it's easier to talk about it um but also knowing it means that even if there's no word if there's no label to it you can talk about it and you can explain it and that is knowing it because if you don't if you need a label to talk about it then you don't know it fully because you can't explain it without having the name of it. Mm. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, dude. I love it. It's it's awesome. Mm. I think I think yeah. No, it's uh. I think it's gonna. It's it's. It should be done, but it's also very hard to do. Like it's hard I, enough yeah. to understand. Um buddhism at a whole mm. than to understand buddhism astrology and um the quran like i think astrology is the most important if you're gonna ask me about like what is the easiest way to look inside and to understand yourself astrology is like not even a belief system to me it's a science like if you when when people want to like find out their purpose find out why they're like this why am i like this like if they start doing that inner child or that shadow work or that uh, all of that inner work stuff and they want to understand themselves they want to look inside like you said and in the hard way and understand their flaws well first of all you have to realize that everything's duality and if you look into astrology everything is duality in astrology there's uh, it's a wheel of signs, right? So you're a Taurus, right? The opposite of Taurus is Scorpio. Um, and, 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 you know, you'll look into those energies and you'll understand they're not necessarily opposite, but they have 
opposite ideologies and then if you want to learn in for example your purpose all right like so you've got your awakening started activated whatever you want to call it and you want to know what my purpose in life is you can look into astrology you can look at something that's called your north node mm -hmm. i know that your north node is aquarius and it's the same as mine your north node tells you what oh yeah what let's your ideal i sent you career. actually actually this is this is perfect i sent you yeah. my um my yes, yeah, date of chart. birth and my uh so i was I yeah so let's do my chart is this what it I called your chart right here those damn birth scorpios chart. i tell you what you uh -huh. scorpios the opposite of tauruses i'm coming for Basically. you oh god it's not like that but <laughs> a bit but you know what no but here's the thing okay with astrology we're not going to do the basic stuff where it's like oh your sun is in taurus your moon is in scorpio blah, which your moon is in scorpio by the way Oi, we're not gonna... so I'm, I'm a taurus and a scorpio oh shit. i knew i was You've all got... messed up we all have a bit of everything all right hit me with my sign then what do we got what do so, we got? yes okay so one of the things that i like to look at when i look at birth charts specifically is the north nodes because the north node um is your destiny in a way like what you're supposed to go um like it's it's uh, north node comes with a south node it's like it's got an opposite like that it's not like the rest of your chart where like something could be here and here and here north node mm -hmm. comes with a south node always your north node is a statement of mine it's aquarius meaning that your south node is automatically the opposite of aquarius with aquarius that's hard to say, mm -hmm. which for us is Leo. So if you subscribe to the idea of past lives or karmic um, debt, it means that our last lifetime before this current one, we had a very Leo lifestyle. So the Leo is all about ego. It's proud. It's like the king of the jungle. It's like, so maybe we were um, kings or a celebrity, some sort of person that had everything given to them on the silver platter. So um, with your North Node, um, you're supposed to, especially with the Aquarius one, um, the idea is that you're supposed to embrace um, uh, Aquarius energy. So everything for the people, so being like a humanitarian activist, inventor, which is basically what we're both already fucking doing. I mean, you're doing way more than I am, but very that kind yeah. of um, thing. Same. So, you know, and, and another thing that goes with Aquarius is really embracing your weird side. So Aquarius people always like to like come across as different. They dress different and all of that. So embrace your quirky side, um, spread revolutionary progressive ideas um, to, but it's always in order to make the world a better place. It's not just spreading crazy new ideas just to like open people's mind. It's about in order to help service mm. to others, right? Mm. Um, a thing about uh, North Node Aquarius people is that most of the time we can, by seeing certain events, we can see the future. And I'm not talking about like full on crystal ball, see what's going to happen, but you can just apprehend things happening based on what you see happening in everyday life or in the news or whatever. Um, so this is what to to sort of like embrace in your life um, because this is where you're going to go. This is what your destiny is going to be. Tell me. Where does the North Node come from? Is it coming from my time of birth? Is it coming from my location of birth? Is it coming from my everything. just being a Taurus? So it comes from everything in your chart. So your chart, in order to do a birth chart, I need your exact time of birth because right. certain planets – 
three certain planets move like every two hours and can change. Three twenty AM. Yeah, no. Three twenty AM in Rio. In Rio. Um and yeah. uh 10th of May, so I'm a Taurus. Yeah. So Taurus Sun. Taurus Sun. Um the, the sun is your is who you are as a person. So like Yeah, boy, I'm a sun. Taurus Sun. No, you're not a sun, you're a Taurus. What? <laughs> you're a Taurus, you're not a sun. Your sun, so in if with all the planets, so each planet will rule something different. So your sun is who you are. It's like your ego. It's like it's who you like what you present. Mm. Um it's it's who you are that you like, it's who you are, right? Okay. Um your moon is in Scorpio, the moon is the way you um it's your emotions. Um, so your ascendant is what the people, what, what you present to the world, what, what, um, people see you as. So your ascendant, I think is Aries. Let me just double check your ascendant is Aries. Yeah. So the first thing that people see when they see you, they see Aries energy, a fighter. Um, it's also very, uh, it can be like ego centered and all that, but I don't, I don't want to go over like the, the, the whole planets and all that. Cause that's like, that's easy shit that you can find on YouTube and all that. I think, cause especially if people are going to pay attention to this, I think people need to learn to look into things that are not talked about that often. And that's your North nodes and your South nodes. So North node is where you're going, your destiny. And, and you have to be conscious of your South node, which is Leo. And this is energy that you're supposed to release in order to make it easier to go to where it is that you're destined to go. This is what I mean by when, if you study astrology, your life is already there. Like it already tells you what's going to happen to you, where you come from and all of that shit. So with the, the, the Leo stuff that you're supposed to release in order to go towards your destiny easier, you're supposed to not be that so release feeling like you're the center of the universe. Like you might sometimes naturally um, feel like, I know that for me, it's that like, I, I sometimes like something will happen to me and I'll just be like, Oh fuck. Like I'll go like super melodramatic about it. I'm like, I get like, I feel like literally like I'm, that's not supposed to happen to me. I'm not supposed to have this blah, blah, blah. Um, release being arrogant, of uh, acting entitled, wanting to be in control of everything and, um, focusing too much on material things, which is probably going to be hard for you because you're tourists. Um, you've got Taurus placements and Taurus is all about material possessions and um, that kind of status. Another, so this is about North nodes and South nodes. And just so you know, mm. um, um, the kind of people that have the same North node as you um, in celebrity world, for example, you've got Taylor Swift, you've got Einstein. So like that real Aquarius idea of like spreading new ideas, like spreading new shit, Tupac, um, two terrible people, two terrible huh? people, two terrible people. <laughs> terrible, All right? right? Uh, Tupac, Einstein, Erica Badu. Erica Badu. Of like, I like, you know, I like her. You know, but it, have you been following the shit about Taylor Swift lately? Nah. Oh my God, her manager like fully <laughs> fucked her over, and now she has to re-record all of her songs. All her songs were taken down from Spotify and all that. No, she did that. Money. Didn't she do that? She wanted to. She's re-recorded them. Own her yeah, masters. She's re-recording them all. Yeah, she should have owned them from fucking day one. It's weird that she. Anyways, that's another fucking story. Yeah, that's music industry for you. Yeah, music industry. <laughs> another thing to look at on your chart if you're studying astrology is your midheaven 
which is how you achieve your success. So midheaven on your chart is um, where your 10th house begins. Okay. And for you specifically, it begins in the sign of uh, Capricorn. So Capricorn. in order to become successful, to go to that destiny of Aquarius North Node, in order to like achieve that really fast and like or, or easily, you have to... Um, to use Capricorn energy, and Capricorn is the is the the businessman of the zodiac. It's the one that gets all the money, but it's also the one that has like all the status issues where they're like, "Well, I'm seen as like this, so like it should be like this." So it you know it's what to do in order to stand out uh, mm. and and how mm. to get noticed. Like think of like how to go viral, but in real life, you have you for your chart. You have to use Capricorn energy. So. For example, you have to be the boss of your own company or you or the CEO, like a very uh, entrepreneur or leader um, or the authority figure, like the basically the big boss, the Capricorn, mm-hmm. um, the commander, the teacher, or it can be civic servant or an actor of justice. So I feel like you're basically already doing that, but mm-hmm. this is like validation for what you're supposed to do. Keep that in mind, right? So for me, for example, my midheaven is also Aquarius. So I'm supposed to be like the fucking weirdo that teaches mystic shit, basically. Which is what I'm trying to do. But anyways, another thing to look at on your chart, which is not that that people don't really look at often, is your Chiron placement. So Chiron is not a planet. It's an asteroid. So it's it's one of those other ones, right? But Did you say steroids? No, asteroid. I don't know oh, how to say oh, that. I thought, I that thought you were talking about it? PEDs. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, okay. No, no. okay. I, I don't you. know how to say that word properly. But so, it's asteroids. Like, so you know, with, yeah, asteroids. Okay, gotcha, right. gotcha. So, because north nodes and midheavens are kind of like, they're not a planet. It's like a thing that you need to visually see on the chart. With Chiron, it's, it's kind of like a planet. It's like an actual thing. Mm-hmm. So your Chiron is in Cancer and in the fourth house. And fourth house is Cancer energy. It's the same thing, basically. So, so for you, it's pretty easy um, to read anyway. So Chiron is your Achilles heel. So if you... Um, if you look at the um, at the at the old um, the Greek um, story, is it Greek or right? I never know. Yeah, it's Greek. I, I never it's know. Greek. It. Yeah. So his story of Chiron is that he's the he's the bastard child, right? So he's like the one that nobody wanted because um, he, you know, he's the baby of um, I don't remember her name in Zeus, mm-hmm. and. Um, so it's 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 the stuff that you have to heal. It's the stuff, it's your baggage that you're born in this life with or that you're going to go through in this life, which when you're growing up, which will become your emotional baggage. So and for you, it's can. Okay, so for me, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's what? Yeah. So for you, it's cancer and it's in the fourth house. So it's, it's the fourth house is the cancer energy too. So it's, um. so for you, it means that you're going to, well, you had growing up, um, a weird family environment. So I know that your dad wasn't part of your um, life when you grew up. So yeah. again, it's written in the fucking stars, right? Um, so it's shit that you have to 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 work on yourself. So you have to like, um, if you, I, and I believe you already have, but I could be wrong, but it's stuff that you have to heal within yourself. Um, it's, it's one of those things that once you've healed that, you'll be able to then move forward into your destiny life or like into being able to help others or take care of others. So for you, because it's all that cancer energy, which is all about nurturing family, um, uh, loving others, 
it's, it's something that you might have lacked in your childhood or like i said like you know you, you could have like um it, it's not it doesn't always do you, mean that there's a how do you heal that um well you just sort of like for me for example i'm still working on it it's really hard for me but i don't for you i don't know i could be wrong but for you i feel like you already have <laughs> but for me for example it's very much like um because because my car runs in cancer um my for me it's very much like uh lots of like uh looking back at like or trying anyways to remember certain situations where notice like specifically my mom would have made me feel really weird about or like feel unwanted like for example my, my mom has always openly said um that they didn't want me when when she was pregnant she was like I was like she told me several times that I was going to be aborted Mm. um so for me it's like trying to remember well not actively looking for like those memories but if any situation for me happens in my life where I'm like oh well I don't know if I should do this because I feel like I'm not worthy or those weird situations it's to be like first of all be aware that that's how I'm feeling and then go like well how how come I'm feeling like this and then trying to like is there something trying to remember is there something that happened in my past that would mean that right now this is why I'm feeling unworthy and what can I do right now in order to heal that mm -hmm. okay um so like for example for us when it's when it comes to that cancer or fourth house chiron it's like it's so good for us because it's all about treating yourself which you've got Taurus sun so you already fucking know how to do that it means sleep when you want to sleep eat when you want to eat like indulge you know like whenever you whenever you want to um you know get massages which is one of those like really weird things but the body like the body the skin is the biggest organ of the body yeah yeah so getting massages can be major as a healing tool when it comes to that because it's like a treat like it's really one of those things um so yeah that's for your chiron i've got like all those notes about your fucking chart yeah uh, let's do <laughs> it let's do it yeah but yeah like for chiron for example what i wrote is um like your bag your luggage could be from the fourth house uh could be that you can, can you be clingy or you can feel like you're not lovable uh, you grew up having emptiness when it comes to feeling nurtured uh, by caregivers. You might have like a hole in your environment. So, so like in your immediate family, I already fucking knew about your dad, obviously. Mm. Um, you, yeah, could have been a missing parent or, or when it's not a missing parent, it can also be parents fighting all the time, right? Right, um, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like literally in the stars, like it's weird. Um, a lot of another, that makes sense, yeah. Huh. A, lot of, a lot of that makes sense, yep. Yeah, right. It's crazy, right? And it's the same with me. Like, my my family, like, when I grew up, it was fucked. Like, I, my parents were never really together. And then on top of that, my mom was with always with um very toxic men. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't witness, like, the nicest, like, stable family environment kind of thing. Mm. Um, so another thing that I noticed about your chart is that you've got a stellium in the 10th house. So a stellium is when you've got Hold on, before, more before, you break, hmm? before you break that down, hmm. you keep saying fourth house and now you've yeah. said 10th house. What are the yeah. houses? Okay. The houses are… Who's living in them? 
<laughs> but yeah, no. in this house, <laughs> Get out my house. But yeah, who's what um, are these houses? What are these houses? So, just like there's twelve star signs, there's twelve signs. There's also twelve houses, and the houses are ruled by, by the same energy as the as the signs, except it's about when the planet is. So, for example, um, your star sign is Taurus, and so that means that the planet, the sun planet when you were born was in the sign of Taurus. Mm. So that's how, that's why your star sign is Taurus, right? Now, on top of being in, in Taurus, your that planet, the sun, was located in the second house. Well, with your chart, it's a, it, it doesn't really work because the second house is the house that's ruled by Taurus as well. So it's basically same energy. So it means that, for example, uh, for, for a sun sign to be in the second house, it means that your ego, because the sun is about ego, mm -hmm. it means that your ego comes to, uh, is placed in the second house. So it means that you're going to be proud about second house stuff. So Taurus energy stuff. So Taurus is about um, uh, material stuff, like stuff that you possess, possession stuff. So when you're, when you're going to brag about something, most of the time it's going to be about something that you own whether it's a nice car, new shoes or whatever, this is where your ego is going to be. For example, with me, my son is in, oh, it's in the second house too. Fuck. Um, so for example, with my husband. So these are like energies. So these houses are essentially yeah. energies within each star sign. It's separate a bit. Okay. Like it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing to grasp. Like it's kind of like uh, going back to the, um, to the sacred geometry stuff. It's yeah. kind of those things that sort of like interlink a little bit, yeah. but not fully like, so your son can be, your son isn't necessarily in the house that goes with the sign that the sun is. So for example, your son is in Taurus, but it so happens to be in the house that's also ruled by Taurus. My son is in Cancer. I'm a Cancer star sign my star sign is cancer but my star sign my son is in the second house same as taurus so meaning that my ego when i want to brag about things it's about what i have what i own like i just bought this or like blah blah, blah. Mm. for example my husband his son is in the seventh house and the, the seventh house is about the the connections to other people so when he brags about things what he when his ego comes out it's not about what he owns or what he just bought it's about who he knows it's oh, about who yeah so it's a, it's a it's one of those things that it's it's a bit hard to grasp because it's the sun is about the ego but for example um uh for example pluto another planet pluto uh the house that it's in it's not going to be um the way that it's going to react to that house is it's going to be the um it's going to be a bit against that house or rebellious because that's what pluto is it's like it's a bit more like a uh Pluto is like a Scorpio, so it's a bit darker. It's like more, um, how do I explain this? I don't even know how to explain this shit, bro. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> can't be bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, for example, okay, a, an easy one to explain would be Venus. The, the planet Venus is about what you, um, what you, it's, it's like love and like what you're attracted to. Um, Venus is like very like beauty. Um, so most of the time your Venus, the house that your Venus is in 
is going to be the type of person that you're attracted to. So for example, for me, Venus is in the eighth house. Eighth house is very Scorpio. So it's the bad boy. Um, it's the rebellious and all that, which is what I'm attracted to. For you, for example, Venus is in the 12th house. Uh, the 12th house, I believe, is Pisces or Aquarius. So it's going to be, you're going to be attracted to people that are very, giving to others or very generous or very um, good communicators most of the time. Um, yeah, that's, very fair. That, that's fair. I guess yeah. that'll be like, or it doesn't necessarily be attracted sexually. Sexually would be more Aries, okay. but it will be like stuff that you naturally gravitate towards that you find pretty, that you find beautiful, that you want to be associated to or stuff like that. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. Houses are like, Houses are fucking like hard thing to grasp, especially because they depend on the planet. So like if a planet is in it, it doesn't mean that it works with it because it really depends on the planet. Um, if it's a planet that's a rebellious kind of like energy planet, it means that it's going to have trouble with whatever that house is associated to. Like it means, yeah, depending on the planet. But you've got a stellium in the 10th house. And a stellium, that's something that people need to be aware of, is when you've got three or more planets in the same house. Uh, it means that you, depending on which planets it is and which house it is, it means that you're either going to have mad blessings with this energy or you're going to have mad issues with this energy. So your stellium is in the 10th house. The 10th house is uh, uh, Capricorn, I think. Yeah. Um, so Capricorn, like I said before, is very much about like the the boss, the, the worker, the guy that makes the money. And um, it got, it has also a bit of, um, uh, it's about like the, the public status in society, what people think of them. They have like a bit of that going on, like a bit of ego stuff like that. Um, so your planets that are in, in the, in the 10 house, they also so happen to be in the sign of Capricorn, another, uh, uh, coincidence right mm. so it's like double like it's like intense intense and those planets are saturn uranus and neptune saturn is the it in the in mythology saturn is the greek um is chronos so you know the one that eats the babies that yeah. eats his own babies because he doesn't want to age right yeah so saturn whatever saturn is is like um saturn so the cycle of saturn around um around the sun is about 30 years roughly when it does like a full revolution about the earth so that's why we talk about saturn return when you're between 27 and 31 years old you go through something called the saturn return where um those first 30 years or so of your life whatever saturn is in whichever house it's in it's going to be concealed a little bit or you're going to have trouble with that stuff and then after that once the Saturn returns over on around the time of the, when it actually comes back, when it's been 30 years, you might have like really hard shit going through, especially in that house, but then it's going to be mad blessings and all that. But if you've done all the work already during your 31st years around that without knowing or with knowing who knows, once the return happens, it's like super mad blessings, amazing and shit. So you're, your stuff is around the tenth house, so it means that it means that your Saturn return. You're 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 from the nineties to nineteen ninety, yeah. right? Yeah, like me. So you've already gone through it. Um, maybe so tenth house. So maybe you. I don't know. Do you work for yourself or do you work for somebody else? Myself. Yeah, same as me. Um, was that? Did you find that when you did that, that made everything easier for you? Maybe or. Yeah. 
when did you decide to, to stop working for others? You've always, you've always done that, have you? Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's in your chart. That's in your chart because you've got Neptune in your chart um, inside. Of, so I've got the same, the same stellium as you, except mine is not in the 10th house, it's in the 8th house, but it's also three Capricorns and it's Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. And basically what it says for, for you, because it's in the 10th house, it says that it's going to be about your public image. Um, so you focus, you, your focus is going to be your public image through achievements, like the shit that you achieve, like in life, like whether it's black belt of something or um, public speaking, you know, at, uh, um, events and stuff. Um, your achievements in your career, whether it's you become the CEO of something or whatever, and your legacy, what you have built for yourself. So you you'll you'll find that that's something that you're interested in. I remember that in your Epoch Rising episode, uh, you both actually said that when you were growing up, you didn't really care about what you wanted to do as long as it was going to be something that you're going to be somebody that wears a suit. Yeah. That was going to be like whatever, a career thing. But like yeah. a, if, you're wearing, if you're wearing a suit, clearly you're busy as fuck, right? Um, so again, like it's all written in the stars, clearly. Um, so it the, the 10th house stellium says, you know, to be careful not to put too much of your energy towards those types of achievements to the point that you forget to look after yourself or look after your loved ones. Um, so it's just something to like be careful of because you're going to get there anyways. Like that, that placement of having those three planets in that house means that you're destined for those achievements for greatness like that anyways it means that you're already good at that so it's like you're a hard worker and that's great just don't forget about yourself and your immediate um, um surroundings mm. um most likely i know that for me because my planets are also in um in capricorn it's the same as me like i just stopped literally three months ago working for others and i'm not going to do it again like i'm just working for myself now mm. and that is the the neptune placement um because neptune is that um uh, it's the planet where where delusions are a little bit where you don't really realize because you, you've got like that those like rose colored glasses maybe and mm -hmm. so if it's in that uh, the house of work it's where neptune doesn't like it's where you don't realize that this is not for you so maybe when you used to work for other people uh you maybe felt like you were the one that works the hardest in the company and mm -hmm. not only the hardest, but the best too. And you most likely were that person. I know that for me, it's, it's exactly that. Everybody yeah. knows it. The, the three last um, jobs that I had, I was the best. And I was like really, really um, frustrated because I felt like these bitches don't work as hard as me. Mm -hmm. They're dumb as fuck. They're not doing the right thing and shit. And you most likely had very similar situations with those placements where you feel like you're the hardest worker in here and all that. Uh, where, where you feel like it's not fair that I have to work for this motherfucker and pay paid only this much when you're clearly better than them, even better than the boss. Um, having Saturn in this in this placement means that you you basically can't really deal with authority, with people telling you what to do mm. uh, or having a boss in general. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's like the, the shit that I wrote. Um, your Saturn placement alone without talking about the stellium um, means that you 
might have grown up with heaps of responsibilities, which I'm assuming you have, uh, having just one parent. Um, yeah, it's it, everything's about the, the career, the idea of the social status and how you want people to see you. Um, yeah, that's basically what I wrote. I thought that that was the most important stuff that to point out in your chart and that people should look at in their chart if they're just waking up to this shit where they want to learn about themselves, where they want to like find out what it is that they can do to, to help others. Mm. Um, so again, looking at the, the North nodes and the mid heaven is like key to like finding out what your purpose here is and how to get there. That was mad. That was sick. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. The more you learn about this, the more you're like, fucking hell, it's cray cray. <laughs> it really is. It's cool though. Like it's, it's I find that stuff, yeah, it was super, super interesting. But yeah, some of them, yeah, nailed on on the head, definitely. Mm. And I didn't yeah. yeah, the houses and that confused me a little, but it's it still confuses me. Yeah, it's it's in, it's yeah. interesting though. Like with the way the houses are, if you do talk to Santos, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna put one and one together to you that he's gonna he's gonna convince you that the Earth is flat. It's gonna be like <laughs> the fact that astrology is like this literally means that the Earth is flat, and he'll the way he'll explain it, it'll make fucking sense. And that's like a, it's crazy. So that's 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 yeah. I wanna I do yeah. Yeah, I need you to. You have to interview him. Yeah. Like, it only makes sense that you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. My bro, where can people find you? Um, let them know. Let them know where to find you. And, yeah, let them know what you're up to and what you've been up to and what they can expect on your channels. You, you're like – posting like constantly on tiktok as well it's amazing some of the videos are madness it's good but um it's hard look like everything's going like really slow right now with um politics and all of that stuff and it's getting a bit like i told you so so i try not to 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 have that told you so energy but it's hard like you know like i just can't help it sometimes um but people can find me at akashic.daddy for instagram i still haven't been uh banned <laughs> um the most um the most told you so ish um uh, posts are on fuckface.tv on instagram uh but i rarely post on that because that it just gets taken down every single time even though it's like straight up just bill gates talking like i'm not making it up it's not deep fakes but anyways apparently instagram doesn't like that um but yeah basically uh akashic.daddy on everything tiktok all of that and i basically just try my best to uh go through all those little little things that people might pay attention to or might want to look into once they've uh once they've had their spiritual awakening not to be confused with uh being woke um Mm. but yeah when people realize you know that uh everything's been a lie and all that uh, that they've been lied to they've been deceived or they've been misled a lot of the time i find that people go like okay well now i need to learn about this i want to learn about the chakras i want to learn about that i try to do those little videos that explain those things i try to keep it short to get people to really understand it fast and that's what i do that's it 
Love it. My brother. Well, it's been a pleasure once again, and we will have you on. And thank you for reading my signs. And also, <laughs> also, actually, mm. I'll talk to you off air. All right. I'll speak okay. to you in a little okay. bit. All right. Ciao, bye. my brother. Bye. Ciao, ciao, bye. <laughs>